0: Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis, and then melts into liquid before it transforms. We too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sase who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hello, welcome to the podcast. My name is Sauce. I'm so glad to be with you. And I was just daydreaming about you, each of you, and imagining the lives that you're living and the collection of amazing qualities that are yours. And it is my absolute passion to see all of our lives expressed in ways that are most true to ourselves. And it's from that place that I send you my belief, and I bring you this episode. Allison Scott is back, and we're continuing our conversation from last week. Today, we're going to look at how sometimes fear shows up, which is pretty normal, pretty common, very relatable, but when fear shows up, sometimes that is a pathway to self-doubt, or it can amplify old criticisms and just make us feel like we're ping-ponging within our own thoughts, or might make us put a pause on things, or we might really judge ourselves, or we might be judging ourselves preemptively and afraid to start something. And since these things are so common, it is quite vital to be aware of how to move with these feelings so that we can be devoted to these goals and endeavors that we are in the midst of right now. Today, Al interviews me, and I'm going to share a lot more of the details that I usually skip when it comes to my experience with singing, which is, if you've listened to this podcast, my greatest love and also my biggest past shame area. So it holds a lot of complexities, and it's where I have to show up in my most evolved ways and care for my younger self, my inner child, the fragmented parts of myself with a lot more care and a lot more awareness. And so the reason that I'm going to give more of the details this week is because it can then provide a context for which these fears and shames can make more sense, and then we can work together to individually move through these thoughts and not let them hold us back. I'm quite forthcoming in this episode, so I guess there's a bit of vulnerability in just sharing so much, but I know that we are all human and experience things like this, and so I thought maybe this would be a good week to bring this part of the story. And with it, I send you my whole heart of support. And I know Allison does too. I love having her here for this series because she is someone who has so much experience, both as a health coach and as just a human being living in this world, (laughs) which can be tough. I hope this conversation is helpful for you. It is part 11 in our Being Coached from Afar series. If you're just joining us and you're interested in hearing this series from the beginning, it started with episode 124 and it does move along chronologically. And right now we're in the part of being devoted to this process so that we can anticipate the different roller coaster of emotions that might come or the different challenges that come. If this series is meaningful for you and you wouldn't mind reviewing our podcast, we would love it if you would rate and review whatever app you're on. And if someone comes to mind that might benefit from these episodes, we'd love for you to pass them along to them too. We just want this world to be more expressed so that each of us as individuals in our uniqueness can step forth and so that your authenticity can be expressed and appreciated as you contribute to the world and to your relationships and your community, as well as just to honor yourself. So here's our conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Hey, everyone. I'm back with Allie Scott. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to continue what we were talking about last week. When fear makes you want to quit or sometimes shut everything all down, Allie's already like making the greatest. I'm cringing. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I mean, the good news is, is it doesn't have to have power, but... It's that, those moments of feeling yeah. it that it is exactly that face that you made. That cringy so face. Yeah. Like, oh,
1: that fear thing, that mm-hmm. darn fear thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Sometimes
1: I've had trouble even identifying it. And then when you kind of peel the layers back, it's
0: like, oh, it was fear. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It can present as tiredness. Like I'm Mm so tired. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'll do this right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're we can rationalize. It can be with so many different presentations. So many. Or gripping fear. You know. Mm -hmm. You know. It's just so many different Mm -hmm. ways. Yeah. Today we're going to turn the tables, and I'm going to share when fear makes me want to shut it all down. Yeah. I want to hear your story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I get to interview you on this one when you felt like quitting. Or right. fear has held you back. So many times, so many times. And the one I'm going to talk about today is singing, because that's what I've been doing in this series from Being Coached from Afar. And also, it is where fear shows up the most. <laughs> that's a no, good one. Really I mean, that, that one
1: is, that is a good one, because I, I can relate to that, even just like trying to sing in front of people and stuff. Oh, you know.
0: You have a beautiful but, singing voice. Oh, though. thank
1: you. But yeah, not as good as my kids. <laughs> Kids have gorgeous voices. Well, your
0: kids, well, yeah, they're they're so accomplished, and yeah. we should post some of those videos. I feel. like. I know. Yeah, I know. Singing has such a vulnerability attached to yeah. it, also, and a lot of judgment. I mean, you'll often hear people just lay into people for not being able to sing on pitch, or you know, they just yeah have no self awareness, or it's yeah. so often that people are kind of ruthless when it comes to singing. Kind of ruthless. I mean, yeah. I, I, I might have to own some of that.
1: I think I've been a little ruthless sometimes. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been through a lot of really bad choir concerts and <laughs> uh-huh. because of my kids. And I. there have been times where I was like, oh,
0: oh, ow. <laughs> well, I think it's so common. And for me, that's what I guess my biggest hurdle is, is because first is what happened when I was little, as I've mentioned before. And so that, you know, shut me completely down. But I would say that if I went my whole life without music or trying to reclaim that part of me, I will have lived a shell of a life because that was what I loved the most. And so I might also say really quick, Ali, I know I said this in various places in the podcast, but I haven't really gone into like the, nitty-gritty as to why I couldn't sing when I was 11. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned it and I've mentioned my surgeries, but once I started actually taking lessons and I've had four different singing teachers and three of them I've I've become like the closest of friends with. And what we realized because they held me to the standard of actually being able to pitch rather than pretending that I was or like just letting me go and not Um, helping me or not, you know, facilitating what I wanted to do. I was able to find out that actually physiologically I was incapable of pitching because I had orthodontia where they extracted four of my premolars and moved the rest of my jaw backwards. Mm -hmm. And it closed my airway so much that I couldn't breathe without developing a severe forward head posture. And through that forward head posture, I was able to get a little bit of breath in. But I breathe only with my, um, like my SCM muscles, my accessory muscles. I breathed my whole life very high and very shallow. Mm. And so I didn't even know that you could take a diaphragmatic breath. My diaphragm was completely weak because I never used it. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. It's fascinating. Swimming was impossible because I could barely get from. Just one breath to the next breath without feeling like I was dying because yeah, drowning. I was getting so little breath, you know, and I, but I didn't know. And I ran cross country, which was also always torturous for me. Mm. You know, I wouldn't have known. And so this forward head posture that I developed, it didn't allow for my vocal cords or my larynx to operate properly and lengthen or shorten for the pitches. Gotcha. So what I would do would be to press my tongue into my larynx to make a low note. I would mm. just push it down there like that. Mm-hmm. But that's mm. not a real great sounding pitch. And then to get higher, I would lift my tongue up so high, my whole entire tongue root would come out and into my like mouth area. And I, in fact, I developed a really, really severe tongue thrust. Mm-hmm. So I didn't swallow properly. I, I would My pronunciation was off just everything it affected everything and too much of my tongue was in my mouth all the time
1: and this was never caught as a child by a pediatrician or anything no, like that no
0: no huh. and also i in addition to that had a tongue tie that was never diagnosed so the frenum or frenulum,
1: frenulum was mm-hmm. too
0: small too too tight mm-hmm. yes and that's caught quite regularly now um yes. but i didn't have mine uh diagnosed until i was 50 or maybe older than that. And so I had wow. three, three tongue surgeries and two jaw surgeries. Wow. Rever- and and about seven or so, I'd have to go back and count, years of orthodontia to reverse my bad orthodontia from when I was younger. When you were younger. So then I have this new airway, but my musculature was still forced in the forward head. It doesn't I, know how to do it. It doesn't, it know, doesn't, how doesn't to, know how to do it. It has to it. relearn, Yeah. I'm just learning now how to make pitches with my vocal cords because I That's I would so go from crazy. one pitch to another pitch and I couldn't delineate them because my tongue and my throat would be squeezing from one to the other. So you'd hear every, it would be like a swoop to the next one. You couldn't get from one note to the next note without like,
1: whoop.
0: like it'd have to go all the way up okay. and all the way down. So that doesn't sound too pleasing if you think about singing But, you know, innocently, that's what I was doing when I was younger. And so I was yelled at and all that. But I didn't know that I, I didn't know how to sing. I didn't, I'm still trying to figure out by really listening carefully to my amazing, amazing voice teacher, who's also like one of my most favorite people and best friend. She and her mom have helped me so much. Her mom is a a speech therapist. Oh, cool. mm -hmm, I also went to a few other speech therapists and myofunctional therapists to learn how to swallow and not tongue thrust. To breathe, we probably don't need to go into this forever, but to breathe every single breath, I would lift my whole entire tongue root up and down. Every inhale and exhale, my entire tongue would lift up and down, up and down. And I'd be squeezing my whole throat to do this and using all these muscles up here in my shoulders, my neck. So to reverse that instinct is like trying not to blink if someone throws something at you. It has been, I have massive amounts of notes, massive. Like every day I must take like, I don't know, two or 300 words of notes about my body and what I'm trying to change. And so pitching for me is getting better, but it's such a massive project that I can't pitch correctly every time. There's no way that I can rehabituate and even find out what y'all are doing when you're singing with 50 years 50 years of you know of that trained
1: yeah. trained muscles to do it one way mm-hmm. i the weird thing is when you talk about it i can't even identify those feelings when you're talking about the muscles and everything. I, I can't even think of how my muscles work when I sing. I don't even know. I, I don't even know. I, yeah, I've never oh. I've never paid attention. So now the next time I sing, I'm gonna be like <laughs> paying attention to where where it's coming from and what muscles I'm using. That's crazy. Oh, it's so
0: validating that you say that. Yeah, it I've had to change every muscle from my pelvic floor all the way up through. My every abdominal muscle, my intercostals, everything was operating almost exactly opposite of what it needs to, and I don't know which ones to turn off all the time, right. and I don't know which ones to engage. So anyway, needless to say, I have had a lot of bad pitches along the way, yeah, and because not and not your fault. None of it was your fault. It was just the way you were. Yeah, you know, it was physiology. It was it was biology, yeah. Yeah, or physiological, yeah. Same, yes. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And so but more than anything I love singing, more than anything hmm. and guitar, like more than anything, you know, and and I ended up going and playing soccer and being more successful in other things, but it's never I loved soccer, but there are so many other things that I did that I didn't love and I love singing. Unlike A 100 times more than soccer like i more than anything and so so that's what keeps me practicing for multiple hours every day and i've been doing this now for i don't even know eight years maybe more wow and i'm still not quite pitching but i see the road ahead and i i'm i'm almost getting to that point where you know my voice sounds completely different than it did uh completely different like um but it to hold on to this path has taken so much of me because yeah. i will hear people ridiculing other people for singing off pitch and i know that if they heard me that they would say that but if they knew my story i don't think they would they treat would it not the same way. right right but no matter what we all have our stories right and right. so it's very hard for me to not want to shut it all down oftentimes Oh, I, I can imagine. You probably just want I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Because yeah, because of the shame, really. Yeah. I can stick with the hardness of it because I I'm I want to. Yeah. But it's well, you
1: love it. The love yeah. the love kind of overpowers the the pain. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's so true, Allie. And the purpose. Like I want to be able to express yeah. More than what words can hold. Sometimes words don't hold it all. But to be able to put a rhythm to it, to be able to put a melody to it, yeah, and to have a certain harmony, like there's so many things you can do with different instruments to compose something, yeah, that says so much more. I know. You know, to count myself out of that, I just couldn't. Yeah, someone who's like so emo. You know, I have so many feelings all the time. (laughs) I just needed more, you know, I needed more <laughs> than my words. <laughs> so, music does that. Music yeah, does yeah. do that. Yeah, but what the moments for me show up like. And this even happened last night when I was practicing. I was looking at my pitch app and I was like, "Whoa, I'm so off on these particular notes or I'm like swooping so much on these." And I like you get this flash of You are a disaster or no, you know, like you'll never be able to get this. Yeah. Or yeah, I know that's the little devil guy. Yeah. (laughs) It's so predatory. Yeah. Yeah. But did one person in the entire universe? Were they telling me to stop at that moment? No, but I've manufactured this entire thing that of I'm like, we do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but then t- this morning I was sort of back on it again. I was back where I was or, you know, getting better, but you get to the, that moment where fear is like, you shouldn't be doing this. What, who do you mm-hmm. think you are? Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who she thinks she is?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say that to fear. Who do you think you are? (laughs) are. Fears like it. Fears like who do you think you are? And we're to fear. Like we're like, well, who do you think you You are? are. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 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 (laughs) Use those words right against them. Yeah. So I think what I want to share because singing can be so vulnerable, is that we have to be able to hold this space. We have to have the room for mistakes and to know that we're not going to stay in that static place. And it's going to take me a lot longer. Like, would it be great if I was natural? Yes. But it doesn't mean I can't get there. It doesn't mean you can't get there. And singing is hard. And sometimes
1: you can hit the notes and sometimes you can't hit the notes. I don't know what that is about, but every singer will probably tell you that. It's just, it's just hard.
0: Yeah. There's, I mean, some of it is your ear and some of it is Mm -hmm. your body being able to produce a note. Mm -hmm. And some of it is your emotional in that moment or, or Mm -hmm. you didn't get enough breath or whatever. But, you know, one, one bad note is not going to shut the world down and it shouldn't no. shut anyone down. No, even a hundred million bad notes, but I, I agree. Yeah. And I think the tricky thing for me has been too, is that I don't think that everyone. Oh, how do I say this? I think that sometimes if I were to share my singing story without going into this entire long story that I went into just now, people might be afraid for me. You know, if they just heard like a few notes that were off, they might be afraid for me and they might try to talk me out of it. Yeah. They might want me to not feel embarrassed. Yeah. They might, they might feel embarrassed themselves. They might have their own singing story or they might be afraid that I can't succeed. Yeah. Even a singing teacher might be afraid and might like sort of shut me down or, you know, set my, um, goals smaller. Yeah. You know? But we have to remember that we can hold that space or find people who can yeah. hold that space with us. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise we're shutting off a giant part of ourselves or a a part of this world's experience or the human right. experience that we're right. allowing someone else to say we can't be a part of. And I think that's true for so many things. I do too. So many things. Where,
1: you know, you can just I I, I guess I can't do that. I just
0: yeah, that that's not have. acceptable. <laughs> but we don't, yeah, we don't have to resign and I think no. knowing that not everyone is capable of holding the space and some people are going to criticize and to to shelter ourselves from that because yeah, I could quit, but where does that leave me then? It leaves right. me with an unrequited love for singing, love for right? singing
1: and that you yeah, and and,
0: communication. Then, and, a, and a sadness that, you know, just a, like a void. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love the way you said that. Yeah, it would be such a void. And yeah. and you know, there was a time when I I was talking to uh, one of my teachers, and I I did this was before I sort of understood some of the mechanism of singing and what I was not doing, and I was really stuck, and I I couldn't get through this one particular area, and. I bawled, I cried and I was no. I I wanted to quit really badly at that moment. And I was at home and I was still not getting anywhere, even though I was putting in hours mm-hmm. of practice. But you know, now that I've sort of mentioned how complicated it is, it makes sense. Yeah. And I finally said to her, you know, I went back to her and I said, I'm not quitting. I, I, I said I got to the point where I, I just I, I had to look quitting in the face and I thought either I quit or I keep going. And I told her, I said, even if I never get there, I'd rather die trying, like yeah. literally get to the end of my life having tr- kept trying yeah, than to totally have closed then to it down. Than to just give up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a lot to be said for that, like just living and mm-hmm. living honestly and alive, being alive and, and always trying, you know? Mm-hmm. I think- you know, I kind of watched my parents like stop trying in life, and oh. it—I it, think it shortened their lives because mm. they just just kind of checked out of everything. And oh,
0: you have yeah. to,
1: you have to keep trying. You have to keep going. You know, I think there's there's an aliveness to that, right? Yeah, I
0: love that idea of aliveness. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think if we're trying because we're striving to prove something, that's a slightly different energy than trying because yeah. we're in, in the middle of passion, right? Yeah. I mean, not to yeah. say proving is a, is the wrong thing necessarily yeah. at times. And then there's also like, how much do I really want to do this? Like if I, I, I'm not the best gymnast, and while that's an amazing passion for some, it's not mine. And I wouldn't spend that much time trying to, do a better cartwheel. I'm not confident right, really, but right, you know, it right. doesn't mean anything to me. But if it means, right. so yeah, much so much to you. to you, yeah, yeah, don't give up. And the and the journey, right? We, we we're joking a yeah, little bit the ago journey with, with each other, yeah. Like enjoying the journey is such a big part of it, and that seems so like uh, I don't I even, mean, yeah. I'd rather just get there. <laughs> yeah, <But> where <laughs> is that place? Like yeah. if you're not enjoying the whole, yeah. and it is so enjoyable, yeah. If
1: you love it and. Yeah. You know, keep going. I had no idea it was so complicated. I had no idea. No, neither did I. Been through so many surgeries (laughs) and I can't even imagine trying to retrain your mouth and throat and tongue and muscles on not using your diaphragm. I can't even imagine that.
0: It's just crazy. My orthodontist is a leader in airway, Mm. you know, for orthodontia, like this reversal of the orthodontia that I was speaking of. And he was saying you should talk to this one woman who's sort of the leader in myofunctional therapy and tell her your story because it's a new, you know, there's there's a lot that maybe I have to offer. There's no playbook and that's what makes it harder no, for me. You no. Know? yeah,
1: Yeah. And there the are fact a lot that of people it was that know some. Yeah. Is never discovered by anybody. Pediatrician, orthodontist, don- dentist, like never discovered. I mean, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Now there's people out there who are really working in this field well, they but do orthodontia different.
1: Now, mm-hmm. when you and I had orthodontia done, they just yanked a bunch of teeth out. I mean, I have a bunch of permanent teeth missing. But when mm-hmm. my, my children had it, they don't do that anymore. They make right. space for it. They don't pull permanent teeth anymore. Yeah. So it's interesting ex- other than your your wisdom teeth. But yeah, they don't really pull teeth anymore. It's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Well, thank you for... This Whoa, alley. What a,
1: what a story, man! I'm so proud of you for for pushing through this and not giving up when I'm sure you wanted to many times. But I'm so proud of you and singing. someday we'll sing together somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Maybe
0: we'll take a. Good road tripping, yeah. Sing a whole bunch. We'll hit. We'll hit a bunch of karaoke bars. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where can people find you if they want to hear you sing? And oh go no, to karaoke I'm not singing with You, on my
1: you <laughs> can <laughs> you can tune into my children if you want to hear some good singing. Some good singing. Um, no, you can find me on my website, AllisonMScott.com. Um, I'm a health and lifestyle coach,
0: and you can find me on social media at lifestylebyalison One L. And I'm at Lori Sasse on Instagram and my website, laurisase.com. Allie, talk about being proud of someone. Like I'm mm-hmm. always so inspired by you and have so much admiration for you. So Ditto. thank you for this. <laughs> Ditto, my friend. And to you listening, thank you. We know that you are out there with your own stories of bravery and challenge and beauty. And we support you so wholeheartedly. Be brave. Mm-hmm. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everybody.